Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Comparing Notes, where we deep dive into product releases featured in our release notes and the practical ways customers can leverage them. This is the place to get the why, the how, and the what's next when it comes to new product features. We have an awesome guest today, Logic Monitor superstar Mike Rodriguez. Mike is one of our senior product managers and has been with us for almost six years now, right, Mike? Yep, just about. That's quite an accomplishment. That's a pretty long time to be at a company, so congrats. Um, what made you get started in IT and why product management? Yeah, so, um, I mean, I've been in IT for over a decade. You know, I was in college, kind of just, uh, like, honestly, I remember going to college and, and hooking up to the dorm internet. And at the time, it was like, only, it was only 10 megabits per second on the ports, which translates to like one megabyte per second of internet. But back in 2008, that was like amazing. And I remember being blown away. Um, but anyways, I was like glued to my computer for half the year, despite being, uh, you know, 30 yards from the beach at UCSB. Um, but just got really into, you know, networking, computing, anything you could do to like push data around the network, I just found really interesting. Um, so I was getting a psych degree at UCSB while learning a bunch of computer stuff on the side. Um, ended up getting a job doing kind of IT tech support stuff for campus. Uh, they had servers and all sorts of other things. Um, they had a lot of opportunities to, to jump in and do stuff, right? It's a university. They like students to come learn things. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, picked up Linux, started doing a bunch of things with Linux. Um, programming. I had some really good mentors at UCSB um, and just some, you know, some technical people that could kind of show me the ropes, get me on a good path. Um, but yeah, I just got really into, I don't know, it seems weird, but yeah, moving data around on networks was really cool. And like SSHing back to my house while I'm at work and like listening to music. Um, but anyways, uh, to get into product management, um, I was at Logic Monitor, I was doing module engineering, writing modules, doing alerts, all that stuff. Um, but I, I found myself frustrated with other things on the platform side, um, and I wanted to focus on fixing those to kind of enable other module developers uh, to make their lives a little easier. Um, so that's kind of how I transitioned into product management. Uh, hopefully that wasn't too long for you. Oh, that was great. It sounds like you kind of fell into IT because you were a psych major before, so that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, kind of a weird path, but worked out yeah. well. Well, we're all glad that you um, found that path. <laughs> you, Thank you. You've been pretty impactful um, in the development of our product. So I wanted to ask you, um, what's your favorite aspect of the Logic Monitor technology? Um, the extensibility, right? Like there's a platform, there's a ton of stuff you can do. Um, there's a ton of stuff that you don't realize you can do until you start digging in. Um, but just looking at, you know, what our community has done, and that's the community within Logic Monitor is as far as employees, um, and including customers, uh, the LM community forums, um, just seeing all the stuff that people do with Logic Monitor and, you know, kind of bend it to their will um, is really interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really interesting to see, you know, how far people can take the product with a couple of basic premises and kind of generic problem solving pieces. Um, of course, just working at a company with a lot of smart people is also a lot of fun. It makes things interesting, that's for sure. Definitely. I wanna switch gears a bit um, and talk about release notes V154, specifically the updates regarding CyberArk. Uh, could you just give our listeners an overview of what to expect? 
Sure. So in case you don't know what the CyberArk integration is, um, it's part of our series of Credential Vault integrations. Um, so if you've got a secrets manager like CyberArk that holds all your passwords, certificates, and other sensitive data, we can actually leverage that from the Logic Monitor collector uh, such that you can use those secrets while you're monitoring without having those secrets leave your security perimeter, right? Um, so super compelling from a security standpoint. Today, uh, you go and you put a host prop on a device, right? Like ssh.user, ssh.pass, and those are retrieved from, from our database. It, it's all in our back end. Uh, with this integration, we don't see any of that stuff. We don't touch any of that stuff. You've got full control over your secrets. Um, so, you know, if the worst happens to Logic Monitor, uh, you are still protected. Um, you get a couple of other side benefits as well. CyberArk has provisions to be able to rotate passwords, right? Um, and to be able to audit password use. Those are two things that you can't easily do in Logic Monitor with host properties, um, but that become really easy with the Credential Vault integration um, and obviously allow you to kind of up your security game, you know, makes it easier to rotate passwords out for monitoring as well as just keep an eye on, you know, what's going on, what's using passwords, who's using passwords, uh, where things are going. Um, other than that, so that is the basic functionality of the integration. Um, we've also, in the latest EA collector 30.102, we released a huge efficiency update, right? Um, so the collector has to reach out to your CyberArk server. Uh, we're, we've made this much more efficient so that we're not grabbing the same password multiple times. If you've got something, um, you know, if you've got a password assigned to like a, a resource group and then in, have it inherited down. That sounds really helpful. And I have a follow-up question, um, but can you set credentials for that? So like if a manager is the only person who wants to be able to access um, certain sense of information, can they do that? Or if a service provider wants to only be able to access certain information, are they able to do that with this integration? So it's a good question. Um, you can definitely, so there's kind of two layers there, right? You can limit who's able to get into your your CyberArk information and you you only give us what you want lm to be able to access right um so today users can't see secrets in logic monitor so let's say that you set your ssh.password up today right um a, a normal user can't go in and see that today and the same is true if we were to set up ssh.pass via uh, CyberArk a general user wouldn't be able to see that password in the UI. We would still be able to leverage that password for monitoring and it would be transparently pulled during the collection, collect, uh, sorry, during the collection operation. Um, but the user wouldn't be able to, to actually look at that password in the, in the UI. And we don't have any provisions for that today, um, just for the obvious security reasons. Um, so what's next with this, Mike? Do you see more vault solutions coming down the pipe? Absolutely. Um, so we've already got Phycotic support also in beta. Um, it shares some of the same code base as CyberArk integration. So you get the same benefits of the efficient collection that we talked about earlier and the caching for inherited properties. Um, we've actually received quite a few requests to build support for other types of credential vaults. Same concept, just different vendors, right? Um, we've actually got quite a few requests for different vendors. Um, so we are looking at possibly providing some sort of generic thing where you can write kind of the last mile yourself to interface with any provider. Um, 
but we are looking at you know supporting other big name providers. So HashiCorp Vault, um, Azure has their own key mechanism. Um, I can't think of the name offhand, um, but we're looking at those as well. But again, there's some other smaller players. We're hearing a lot of different things. Um, we want to support this as widely as we can. Um, we're still investigating how much of that we'll be able to do, but we will definitely be doing CyberArk and Psychotic. Um, and those are both available today. That's actually a great segue into my next question. And since this is an open beta, I want to get our customers um, the ability to access this as quickly as they can. So how would they go about implementing this into their environment or just starting that conversation? Sure. So you'll need the latest EA collector. Um, as of this listening, it's 30.102, um, but be sure to check the release notes in case things change after the podcast goes out. Um, other than that, there's documentation on our support site for both CyberArk um, and Psychotic. Um, it's fairly straightforward. Reference the, the documentation. If you have any trouble, you can hit up our support team. They're really great. Um, yeah, it's fairly easy to set up. You pretty much just configure, you know, you give us access to the CyberArk vault, um, and then you kind of go through and you change properties out. So if you've got ssh.pass, um, you can go in and you can do a ssh.pass.vault, um, and you can point that to kind of the, the identifier for that property within your vault system. Um, once you've got all that configured, the collector will just transparently do it. Um, it's set up in such a way that you can migrate kind of as you want. There's not really like, you know, you don't have to cut over all at once. You're not going to lose data. Um, it's very easy to go from having your passwords in Logic Monitor uh, to leveraging passwords from CyberArk or Psychotic for collection. Now, this isn't the only update featured in the release notes. Are there any other updates worth mentioning to our listeners off the top of your head? Absolutely. So this isn't security related, but from a modules perspective, we did recent, recently release the Open Metrics Data Source Wizard. So this makes it super easy to ingest open metrics data. If you've got an application or device that exposes this kind of data, you might also know, know it as the Prometheus Exposition format. Uh, this format's getting increasingly popular. We had a blog about a year and a half ago that had some like custom data sources that could help you monitor it. We've got a much better solution today. It's all driven within the portal, um, but it'll help you make the data source, pull that data in. Um, I highly recommend checking it out because I pretty much guarantee you that something that you have in your environment um, has data at this format, um, but it's really cool. Go check it out give us some feedback on what you think. Well, that's a wrap on this episode of Comparing Notes. Shout out to Mike for hopping on and walking us through the new CyberArk integration. If you want to stay up to date on your current Logic Monitor instance and get the how, the why, and the what's next, please hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified every time we put out a new episode. Thanks again to Mike, and thank you all for listening to Comparing Notes. See you all next time. Thank you.